Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to all of our listeners in the U.S. and around the world. I'm Jackie Laura Jones here with True Forgiveness Teachings on Blog Talk Radio. So glad to be with you today. And I have another special guest, our spiritual vixen, spiritual teacher and minister, Maureen Muldoon. And for some of our listeners, you may have seen Maureen when I interviewed her on the 24th Hour, our Positive News Magazine podcast. You can always Check that out, and that's at 24thHour.com. And we talked with Maureen and was wonderful. Got a lot of good comments on her bubbly personality and the way she (laughs) shares her story. So, Maureen, welcome to True Forgiveness Teachings. Thank you, Jackie, and thanks for having me again. It's always fun to connect with you because I think your, you know, our bubbly attitudes kind of mirror each other. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> True, actually. Yeah, so it's kind of yeah. fun. Just girls girls gabbing for this quick 30 minutes here, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. Yay. Well, I always, I, I think of you, and um, it's funny that you're in Chicago. I actually, on a side note, am meeting uh, good friends from Chicago tonight for dinner that happen to be in town. They are from your neck of the woods. So I, Oh, how so, funny. Yeah, so... And uh, you were just with my brother-in-law, Gary, doing a wonderful fundraiser for Joe Wolf. Yep, Gary came out for the weekend here in Chicago, and we did a great fundraiser, and we raised, um, you know, over 5,000 for Joe Wolf's um, ministry, Spirit Light Outreach. So so that was a nice success, and well-attended, and just a, a great, you know, a great opportunity to to share the principles uh, of the course um, in in regards to forgiveness and freedom. Oh, you know, so when we're trying to help people out of prison and bring books to them because books are one way that we have found to, you know, escape or elevate or educate ourselves. And, um, and so, you know, we, we, you know, we base most of our teachings on the course of miracles and it's, but it's a book form. You know, and so to be able to bring these books to prisoners is is amazing. It's amazing. It's oh. you know, um, you know, when people are doing time, uh, and and maybe they're going to spend their life in there. This, you know, if you've read a good book in your life, you know that um, that your life is not limited to you know the places that your body takes you. That your mind can take you on great adventures through books, and so. Um, you know, not just inspirational books, but all kinds of books. So, um, so it just it just felt like such a great thing to be able to participate in. And, um, oh my gosh! And I'm just grateful for it. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. And you bring up such a good point about, and Joe would say this too. You know, you don't have to be in a jail cell to be in prison. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. the ego, the course teaches, is our prison. And your point about the mind can take you Mm -hmm. everywhere. And indeed, that's what the course teach. Everything is mind and only mind. Yes. And Joe used to say, you know, that we think we are limited to this meat suit of five limited senses. You know, he calls the meat suit that you're, (laughs) you know, bumbling around in. Uh, Five limited senses. And 
you know, everything, of course, says, you know, all unforgiveness and is based on body identification. You know, it's something yeah. that happened <laughs> to your body, you know. Um, and it's so interesting to think we're so not that. You know, we're spiritual <laughs> right. beings having a physical experience for a very temporary time. And um, we get caught up in this illusion that this is this identity, this body, this, you know, relationship is who I am. And, uh, right. you know, it's almost as if the actor in the film falls asleep to the fact that he's not the part, you know. But we <laughs> take on these roles and, we, you know, we think we're stuck in this movie or this, you know, this drama or this, you know, whatever it is. And um, so it's, it's, of course, Miracles is one of those books that wakes us up and says, you know, this is just the part you're playing temporarily. You're so much more than this. Don't get hung up on it. Enjoy it, but don't get hung up on it. Yes. Well said. Yeah. And we do. We take everything here so seriously. Mm, and the yes. Course is saying that's what we did when we believed we separated. We took this tiny mad idea seriously. Mm-hmm. We remembered not to laugh at it. And so, of mm-hmm. course, that tiny mad idea projected outward into yes. all our serious scenarios in the world, right? Yes, 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 yes. We take it seriously and we take it personally and uh, yes very so what good I, you know and so what i what i like to invite people to do is you know is the problem is not the seriousness or even the personalness the problem is that we took something <laughs> like if you recognize you have you know if you recognize you have everything why would you take anything you know when instead we could turn it around and be the channels and allow ourselves to be open to receiving and extending that's the more natural uh, mode of operation for how we were designed in the mind of God. We're not here to take anything. There's nothing here for us anyhow. You know? There's nothing so here. It re- That's right. <laughs> you know? So we're actually here to give, not to take. You know, and that's yeah. what the Course says to us, like, you know, um, to have all, give all to all. You know, um, and in regards to your show's theme and forgiveness, you know, if we're, um, you know, what, what we mostly need to give is to give each other a break, you know. <laughs> you know give, <laughs> Amen to that. You we're know, so like judgmental. Yourself, yeah. You know, give yourself a break. Give each other a break. I mean, we just don't know the whole picture. We're seeing it, like Joe says, from a very limited perspective. And our ego is going to want to make that people smaller and smaller so that we can take it more and more personally and be more and more separated. And, um, you know, we got to just kind of uh, grow our consciousness so that we can see over the fence and go, oh, you know, this is, let's find some common ground here. Let's build a gate here because I don't need to be spending this energy, you know, crucifying, annihilating and separating myself from you. That's, you know, that's insane. It's a big waste of energy. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah. doesn't it, isn't it amazing? I mean, we made up a world, the energy we expend keeping ourselves yeah. separate, thinking that it's yeah. me, the, the, the self, small s, the I that is so important. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it, it is. It is. It is amazing. You know. Yeah, um, it takes a lot um, of energy. 
Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot of energy for that. I mean, I, I, I love just your stories and your examples of, you know, h- how the course has worked in your life or how you, you know, feel like you're getting guidance. Of course, we know, you know, what the, what mm-hmm. the true prayer pamphlet is saying and what that is, but we always kind of have steps to that. We have mm-hmm. steps to the ultimate joining, which is like you said, what is there to want? We're not asking for anything. We're just yeah. joining, right? Yes. You know, the Bible says this is the day the Lord has made for you to rejoice and be glad in. Not for you to take it, not for you to judge it, <laughs> not for you to, you know, you know, to, you know, to, you know, compare it, you know, but to rejoice in. You know, so everything, you know, and it's funny because we do very well in rejoicing when we see babies or dogs. But we like yeah. segregate all of our, you know, our juicy <laughs> ahas and, and, and loving moments to like little babies and, and dogs, you know? Yeah. It's like imagine if we greeted each other like, Oh my god, look at you. Oh, you're so cute, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, treat everyone sounds, the same. Sounds, I know. Right. Right. It sounds crazy, but like if we can have that one place, that unencumbered um, vulnerable expression of love, if we can have it in one area of our life. We could have it in every area of our life. And people might think, oh, you'd be going around like you're, you know, the guy in Elf. But um, that's not so bad. (laughs) No, right? Would that be so? And I love that movie. And I always think that's such a good example. He just is happy Mm -hmm. and moving through his life joyfully. And there's chaos all all around him. But he's consistent in his attitude. Yes. Yes. And his innocence protects him. Ah, oh, great point, Maureen. Yeah, his innocence protects him. Like, no matter what anyone says to him, even his boss is, like, yelling at him, and he's like, you know, I'm going to sing anyhow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I like, absolutely you, love that. <laughs> oh, yeah, my too. gosh. No matter how much James Kahn, who plays his father in the movie, mm-hmm. is caught yes. up in his life and doesn't want Buddy to be around and is just having mm-hmm. all these problems, you know, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a great metaphor for having a consistent forgiveness attitude. I always say being miracle ready in our life instead of judgment ready. We're just consistent yeah. with people. We generalize everything. We join And when we join, we will be given whatever is appropriate. You know, the miracle takes the form, the Course says. It goes where it's needed, the way that it's needed. The miracle is changing the thought and the mind and thinking about people correctly. That can be expressed in form in different ways, right? And I think of Buddy, I think of the Will Ferrell character as just being consistent. He's consistent with everything and his attitude. Right. Yes, that's right. That's right. That's what what he has to hold in his mind, what he holds in his heart. And he's not just consistent with everywhere that he sheds his love, but he's consistent in his in his being, in his mind, in his heart, and his gut are all in alignment. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's nothing belying each other. So in that way, if you think about your mind at the top of your head, your heart, you know, in the center of your chest, and your your gut, you know, around your belly, like if you clear those and if you keep them consistent with each other, um, you will you that's how you become a channel, you know. You, yeah. know, you don't have those blocks, you know. So, uh, so so, but that means impeccable honesty. 
So if you still go over someone's house and they say, how are you doing? To really say, you know, let your your mind, your gut, and your voice speak for you. And, you know, and be able to tell the truth and the whole truth and nothing but the truth. And know that we can all handle it. And and, and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be a cheery, happy experience every day. This morning I was on my prayer calls and this very dear friend and, of course, Miracles teacher um, got on and, um, and told us that her son had overdosed and died this morning. Oh, I'm sorry yeah. to hear that. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Is, you know, and this is life, and nothing real can be threatened, and nothing unreal exists, and we know these course principles, and we study them, but to really live through them, to really have them live through us on that hour when they're n- necessary and needed is a whole other thing, you know? So that's the, that's the consistency we're seeking, you know, is to really you know, be able to understand it and to study it, but to embody it is a whole, you know, it's really stepping into it. Um, so, yes, you know, and, and not to say to her, like, you know, this didn't happen or, you know, and I, I, you know, just simply said, like, if you're angry, if you're sad, if you're guilty, if you're um, happy, if you're relieved, all of those things are welcome in the hour of grief, which can sometimes be the week, the month, the year, or, you know, however long grief takes. Like it's all yeah, welcome. You know, my, my mother in law actually died earlier this week. So Oh, I'm um, sorry to hear that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. She had a she had a stroke three weeks ago and then she suddenly passed away on Friday night. So we're having her celebration tomorrow. And um Wow. You know, well, I'll be sending that with, you good thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. I was saying that with my children, you know, like whatever you feel is okay. Like you don't have to hide your feelings. Your feelings will pass. Like you know, like the weather, you know, and you don't have to right. think, oh, in the in the movies, everybody looks this way when this happens, or in the TV, everybody looks this way when this happens, and it's, it's um, you know, one of the key principles of a good teacher is honesty, and yes. that, you, know, not, you know, not trying to conform to the agreements of the world, but just being fully honest about what the weather pattern is in your experience at that moment, because we can handle it, and we know that it will pass, but... It's much better if we don't, we're not in resistance to it. Yes, you bring up such a great point. At, w- resistance is one of the biggest obstacles <laughs> in the course. And we do need to be where we are with whatever emotion that is, with whatever feeling that is. And the course guides mm-hmm. us to, to look at it. Don't deny mm-hmm. it. Don't, don't make it something else. Look at it with yeah. Jesus and the Holy Spirit as your teacher. Yeah. It's so important. Yes. yes, resistance is a form of judgment, a key form of judgment that we, um, that we, you know, we tolerate, and sometimes it can be so unconscious, you know. Oh, right, uh, most, yeah. most of the time. <laughs> yeah, we all like to say we don't walk around with resistance, or we're not judging, but oh, these little thoughts that sneak in in our mind we we are Mm -hmm. judging and we're resisting we're only resisting because we think something is real we're making it something that it isn't or there just wouldn't be any resistance we're so identified with the body yes yes and we argue for our limitations you know we say but you don't understand this is real Now, this really right. is broken. This really is bad. This really is horrible. This really is. We are really going to hell in a handbasket. Yes. And right. um, I really, this really will kill me. You know, that's a big one, too. This will kill me. You know, yeah. I hear that yeah. often when people say, I could never live through that. Well, wh- how do you know? 
We don't know that, you know. So don't argue for your limitations and don't pre-plan your misery. You know, but we, but we are but in the – Don't know, pre-plan your misery. Oh, my gosh. That's a great right? one. Don't, don't pre-plan yeah, we, your misery. We're, 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 but we're programmed to pre-plan our misery because we live in a world that is addicted to the broken nature of things. You know, yep. I mean, that's what sells cereal. That's what causes fear. And, you know, most conversations that we'll be in are about, you know, you know, sharing our wounds and our worries as opposed to our celebrations and our convictions that, you know, uh, no matter what, you know, our God is large and in charge. No matter how big our problems are, our God is audacious, you know. Um, so, and, and it feels almost embarrassing for people to begin to have that conversation. Like, well, who am I to say this? Everybody else is saying that, you know, that our problems are bigger and that well, this really is a problem. Um, so to go against your tribe and to sing a new song unto the Lord will feel awkward at first. You know? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, you will feel like your buddy the elf and you'll go, oh, my God, I've lost my mind. And, and hopefully right. you will. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. We're all insane mm-hmm. creatures that we we <laughs> believe we're here. I mean, and and mm-hmm. you know, the ego's goal is to keep us mindless, so we're we're focused on the body in the world, and we don't know we have another choice. We don't know yeah. we can look at things differently, like you're saying. You know, we just forget yeah. that we, we 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 know that we can look differently. Yeah, you know. Yes, 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 yes. I had a teacher one time ask me about that, and he was saying, well, I don't, you know, I don't believe any of this because, you know, where did that teeny mad idea come from? If God is all there is, where did that teeny mad idea come from? And he was really stuck on this, this question. And I said, well, it, it came because God was so generous to give us freedom of choice. If we only had one thing to choose from, then we wouldn't have freedom. And we're made in the image and likeness of this God that is, is free to express and create. Um, and though we, so it's like you can, you, can, you can have everything, but you can also choose nothing. And I hope you choose everything. But if you want to choose nothing, you, you have freedom of choice. And I, and, and I won't even take it personally if you choose nothing. <laughs> you know, yeah. If you go yes. out there as a prodigal son and go mingle in the illusions and the, and the um, shadow puppets. And you, if you want to play in that arena, you know, it's your choice. And there's right. no uh, judgment on it. But if right. you want to be a channel of my love and bring light to where it's never been and literally be, be the light of the world, you could do that too. Right, 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 absolutely. I mean, the, it's the, the, the function of the, the Holy Spirit to mediate, the Course says, be, between these two worlds. We can be in the egos, making mm-hmm. the world real. All this is, of course, mm-hmm. in the mind. Everything's in the mind. Or we can be in the real world, which is the forgiven world, which is still in the mind, still part of the illusion, but wakes us up instead of furthering dreams. And furthering yeah. all this, you know, the lack, scarcity, whatever. It is yeah. one of the hardest things in the course to recognize that um, the, the tiny mad idea di- didn't really happen, <laughs> but we yeah. believed it did. The power of our belief is so strong, isn't it? Yes, 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 yes. Into eternity, all was well. 
You know, this cup is teeming that idea. And so, like, when you hear that quote that says, all will be well, all will be well, all manner of things will be well. Like, if you get hung up or strung out on a mad idea, you know, you can reaffirm for yourself, you know, you don't have to know how it will be well. We don't want right. to know is that we're not at the end of the story yet. And sometimes, you know, we get into these interesting scripts and dips in the story, but that doesn't mean we're at the end of the story yet. Even the crucifixion wasn't the end of the story, although people like to end it there. Right. It's not the right. end. You know, as we're <laughs> moving into Easter, it's like, you know, he got back up. And this and greater things can you do so you can get back up. So don't end your story before you get to the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh, my gosh. I know. Such good points. I wanted to read just something um, quickly from the Song of Prayer pamphlet, Mm, which Mm -hmm. um, I know. And I always want to remind people, um, and I I don't even need to remind them. I'm just going to read what the the Course Mm -hmm. says here really quick. The secret Mm -hmm. of true prayer is to forget the things you think you need, to ask for the specific is much the same as to look on sin and then forgive it, right? Also, Mm -hmm. in the same way, in prayer, you overlook your specific needs as you see them and let them go into God's hands. There they become your gifts to him, for they tell him that you would have no gods before him, no love but his. I love that paragraph. I just think it's so beautiful because we get so hung up in asking for things. And yes, we do do that. And Jesus, like you said, he doesn't judge us. And we have a ladder, that's true prayer, that maybe we start asking for things and that's okay. Then maybe we move as we progress as a girl and we ask for lofty, like world peace, or we want mm-hmm. everybody to experience love and forgiveness then we kind of can move into this true joining where we actually understand we we do have everything. And just getting yeah. lost in, in God's love is the true prayer. And then, as they say, the harmonics, the overtones, something will come into your experience that will meet your need as, we, as you see it, you know? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, yeah, truth prayer is the harmony sung between the Father and the Son of gratitude. You know, so mm. thank you, thank you, Jackie, thank you, God, thank you, Jackie, thank you, God, <laughs> you know, that's it. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Sweet. I had a little and, story to tell about um, about the form. You know, not praying for the form. Oh, and, good. Um, yeah. Do we have time? For, do we have time for it? What we do. I know. I'll, I'll. I'll. We've got about seven more minutes, and I'll let you know. I'll have. Yeah, so go ahead. Okay, so so when I was a kid, I really wanted to have a baby stroller. And I, every kid in my block had this baby stroller, and they were, did the, the, you know, the baby stroller parade, and I was so hung up on the form. And so I would ask everybody for a baby stroller. Finally, for Christmas, I got a baby stroller. The kid down the block was going through a divorce. Her parents were going through a divorce. She came over, Jenny, and um, she was wanting to play with my baby stroller. I didn't want her to play with it. And my mom said, come here, come in the kitchen. You know, come in the kitchen meant, you know, you were going to have a, you know, you were going to have a come to Jesus moment, which it actually was. <laughs> and my mom was like, you should give her that baby stroller because she's, um, you know, she's got a, a tough um, uh, road right now. 
And uh, she's like, you know, when you give something away, it's returned to you tenfold. And I was like, what's tenfold mean? Because I was little. And she said, it will be returned to you ten times. And I was like, I don't want more, ten times more baby stroller. I just want this baby stroller. And my mom, you know, she was like, well, Jesus says, you know, and as soon as she played the Jesus card, she won, you know. So, uh, so the baby stroller went out the door. And, um, and uh, when I was about 13, I got invited to this boy-girl party. And I went to Catholic school, so we all wore uniforms. And I was you know, the youngest girl in my family, and they were all, um, I was kind of the runt of the family. So all of my sister's clothes uh, that weren't uniforms were really big on me. And um, and I was going to this party, which is really important, you know, that social stigmas of what you wear at 13 is everything. And um, and I just realized that all of my, you know, clothes were like, just didn't fit me. And I looked like a hobo. So I was thinking, I'm not going <laughs> to go to this birthday party, this party, right? And right. my mom called me from downstairs and she said, Maureen, come on, come downstairs, you know, tenfold, tenfold. And I'm like, what the hell is she talking about? So we get down the stairs and she's holding open the front door and there's this girl, Kathleen Campy, who lived up the block from me. She had five older brothers, no sisters, and she had this baby stroller there. And it was like the Cadillac of baby strollers. And I'm ah, going to return tenfold, tenfold, right? And I go, um, I'm thinking to myself, like, who gives a crap? Like, I don't play with baby strollers. I'm going to a boy-girl party. Don't you get it? You know? And so she's like, go down and look inside the baby stroller. You know? And I'm thinking she was so lit up. It was like there was a live baby in the baby stroller. So I go down, I look inside the baby stroller, and there's a whole wardrobe of clothes. Like, you know, the cool clothes. And it was just worn by one girl. Yeah, and it was like my mom was brave enough to teach us those lessons. I'm not really as brave with my own kids, but um, to let us, like, really practice the laws of uh, spiritual laws that work, you know. When you give, you know, miracle happens when um, when you give to when one who has temporarily has more gives to one who temporarily has less. You know, and the, those miracles are returned to you tenfold, tenfold, tenfold. That's a mathematical Wow. Path. And just like you said, it doesn't come in the form that you want. It comes in the form that best serves everyone. Yeah. You know, so. Works you know, work best for everyone. Yeah, and our God is so good. And so that, you know, so that, why, you know, so we think, well, why did God bring you a wardrobe to go to a girl board party? Like, that's not, that doesn't serve anyone. But it actually helped me to own the principle. So now I can use that story to share the principle with other people, not from reading it in a book, but from experiencing it. Mm-hmm. You know, and when you hear a story of someone's experience, it lays a bit deeper in your bones than just somebody spouting rhetoric that they've read in a book somewhere. <laughs> right. You know? I, it, uh, oh, yeah. Experience is everything. That's experience a great, yes, that's a great so, story. And we all have that kind of stories when we think we're, you know, when we're trying to grasp for the white feather and all along there's like the golden treasure right beneath our nose and we're, you know, and we're kind of like uh, trying to edge out God, you know, and not really, you know, not knowing that God delivers, God delivers every time. And to be in the experience of the miracle where you extend, you know, either, either end of it. You know, you have to be brave enough to be on either end. Because sometimes we'll be the one who has less and we won't want to receive more because the ego says, no, I don't want anyone to know that I'm less, you know, or I'm temporarily at a thin point right now. And so that mm-hmm. can block the miracle as well. You know, so being on either end of the miracle is very important. Um, uh, yeah. And, and it, takes, it takes courage and bravery and generosity. You know, to right. be able to stay open. 
Right, right. You know what, Maureen, we have one caller. I'm going to try and take this caller really quickly if we can. Sure. One second. Hi, you're Hi. here with... Hi. This is Carolyn. How are you? This is Carolyn. Carolyn. I'm in the class. <laughs> Carolyn, how are you? This is Carolyn who's in my yeah. course group. Hi, oh, hi, Carolyn. We have about hi. one. We have about one minute. I'm gonna let you talk. It's so great to oh, hear from you. Yeah, you know, I'm so glad she put on the the um, connection on uh, Facebook. Detachment and uh, connecting to um, forgiveness is that the same thing? And because I was doing some Buddhist stuff. <laughs> like detaching from the outcome, detaching from being in the earth plane, and just kind of staying yes. present. Yes, and when we talk about detachment, we're talking about detaching from the form, but not detaching from love. So when mm-hmm. you want to, so it's about holding on to the God qualities and seeking the God qualities, generosity, open-mindedness, tolerance, you know, really, really embodying those things, and then let the form take the form that it will. Do not worry about the form. If you mm-hmm. stay true to the, to the content, just like the Course tells us, don't worry about the words. People get hung up on masculine or Christianity. Don't worry about the symbols. Get underneath it to the content. And if you get to the content, you should be in the river of love. Then the river of love will float you to where you need to go. Jackie and I love that phrase of row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, merrily, merrily. Life is but a dream. Why would you want to get hung Mm. up or strung out on a form here when we're only here temporarily passing by? And it's our, um, our privilege to enjoy it as it comes, not to try and hold on to it and grasp it. The ego wants to um, grab it. The Holy Spirit just wants to watch it float by. Yay. Wonderful. Thank you so I, much. I love it. And, Carolyn, thank, thank you so much for calling. And I'm going to email you, too, because I've got about 30 seconds here. Um, and I absolutely love you, Carolyn, and we'll talk to you soon. I I'll know. see you April 4th. <laughs> okay, I'll see you then. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. And, Maureen, you know I love you so much. Thank you for your words of wisdom. We will definitely talk again soon. Thank you so Mm -hmm. much for being with me. And thank all of you for listening. We're going to have to have Maureen back because the half hour goes quick. So I love you all. (laughs) Remember to be kind and be gentle to yourself. Yay! Bye-bye, everyone. Be well.